you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everybody. Do you have that someone special in your life? I do. His name is Maurice Jones-Drew. But I'm not talking about that kind of special. Loop is making engagement ring shopping easier with personal service, expert-style advice, customization options, and beautiful inspiration to help you find a ring that fits your style and budget. All Loop rings are handset, individually screened by their team of experts and meet the highest quality of standards. Finding her a ring is a big decision. You know what? Finding a fellow a ring is also a big decision. Either way, here's $100 off your ring to free up dollars for, you know, maybe that's how you want to punctuate a very special date night. You know, that that could be up to you. Maybe you're at the ballpark and you want to put it up on the big screen for 25,000 people to witness. Either way, the place to go, loopjewelry.com slash pages slash Dave and use the code Dave, D-A-V-E. Again, loopjewelry.com slash pages slash Dave. And remember, it's D-A-V-E. That's the key to romance. Oh, I like how you did that. <laughs> Let's start the show. David. Football. Football, David. The Dave Damashek Football Program. Available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi and hello, football fans. I hope all's well wherever you are. Welcome to not Studio 66. No. I am seated atop the magic carpet that I like to ride around Football America on with my pal Maurice Jones-Drew as we take our tour of Football America. Coming up in just a few minutes here, we have Willie McGinnis in the Week 9 exit interview. Some good thoughts there. And uh, some X's and O's talk with uh, number 55 from the Browns and Patriots. Still to come, let's say hello to him now, though. He is the UCLA legend, the Jaguars legend. He also toys for one year up in uh, in the East Bay. Now he sits on the magic carpet alongside me. It's Maurice Jones-Drew. What's the poop, fella? I'm doing well, Shaq. How are you? I'm doing well. You're are looking, you? You're looking well, Thank may you. I say. Thank you. You ready to take off? I'm ready to go. Let's go. Three, two, one, football. All right. Levy and Bell announced on social media at the start of the week He's, it's been real, Miami. He's leaving. This leads me to believe not a magic carpet, rather a jet ski up the Mississippi River, hard right at the Ohio River, doesn't stop till he hits the banks of the three rivers. You can actually jet ski? I don't, I don't, Dude, what I do don't, I know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Some sea captain? I don't know about those things. But anyway, Maurice, what do you think now? Everybody knows it. Everybody under the yeah. sun is now aware. Maurice Jones-Drew shares an agent with Levy and Bell. Surely you can provide some insight yeah. on what 26 is thinking. Well, I, you know, I wrote an article week one stating what I thought he should do. Week 11 is what you said. And that's what I said. Obviously, week 10 makes it zero sense because it's a short week. Thursday night football, that's not going to happen. So if you are if you are going to show up, it's going to be next week. Okay. Now, there has been an ongoing sort of back and forth. The Steelers uh, asserted some weeks ago that whether or not he signs anything this season, 
the standard remains the same for 2019, which is that it would be that third tag if they were right. to place it on him, meaning it would be in the ballpark of $25 million. In other words, They're it would be cost that. prohibitive. The Steelers would never do that. Right. Now, I sense, and we've talked about this, that Lev Bell's agent, again, your agent, does not think or did not think at some point that that was the case, right? right? So, there, so what happened was that once that came out, that there's now digging and reading and trying to understand the language because there's a lot of language in the CBA, mm -hmm. especially for this particular instance because, remember, it's a brand-new CBA. Now, the old one was that you had to sign by this or it went back. So they're going back now to really sit down and figure out because if that is true, um, if Le'Veon doesn't have to play, right, and he still gets a transition tag, which makes him still a free agent because you get to go out and negotiate with whoever you want. The Steelers have to match it. Um, which why would they match it as well as James Conner's playing? It makes zero sense. You get no compensation for it, but I understand because you go, you want him to go out there and test they the market. Could ga isn't that yeah. that would essentially be a 2019 gamble by the Steelers right. to transition tag him because right. you can bet. I here's the thing I think that's going to happen, and Steelers fans may not like this. People who don't like a holdout by this guy, they uh -oh. think he should be playing. Whatever. I I think the fact of the matter is that there are enough teams out there, whether it's the Jets or Tampa. the Browns. Tampa, somebody is going to pay Levy and Bell what he yeah. wants in guaranteed loot. And, of right. course, it doesn't matter the annual figure. We talk right. about that all the time. It's what money he's going to get up front. Someone's going to pay that to him in 2019. I think the Steelers would do well, given that, to put the franchise tag on him. Well, right? To, but then if he signs it, now he gets he gets $25 million. Now he holds. Now your foot is to the fire. And he's not. You're not going to get a long term deal done either. Hmm. You see, okay, and so, fair. And so All that's right. so you, you're like it's just a, it's a. This is one of the toughest things in football is this franchise tag. And so with that being said, um, I understand why Pittsburgh put it on him. I understand why he didn't sign it. And I think a lot of people they're putting this James Conner versus Le'Veon Bell thing out there in the media. And I've I've seen a ton of it. Oh, James Conner's doing great. This has never been about James Conner or the Pittsburgh Steelers because Le'Veon knew. After this year, he wasn't playing in Pittsburgh anymore. Uh, once that deal didn't get done, he knew there was no way he was going to go back to Pittsburgh. He was going to hit the market. His his whole deal is, I have to preserve my body. Mm. Now, let's go back and look at the touches the last couple years. Uh, last year was uh, close to 400 or almost 400. A year before that was up there in the 380s. Look at James Conner now. He has, He's at 180 touches in week eight. Times that by two, what is that? I get it. The, Times that by two, what is that? It, it's getting close 360, to 400. Yeah, yeah. It's getting so, close if you include, let's, right. let's be optimistic and assume it includes a playoff game or two. Now you're talking about 400. Yeah, exactly. And so in those situations, he's saying, I can't go out and maximize my, my earning potential, which I think we all should in this world, in this country, should like understand and appreciate someone trying to maximize their earning potential. If I'm touching 400 touches three years in a row. I get your logic, and I get that it is on some level hypocritical of other working people on, on the big blue marble to say the, that how dare he not take that money. Well, if you can make more money, that's what most people would do. <laughs> exactly. However, there's also the quality of life issue. And the football life of Levy and Bell is going to be quite a bit different not running behind that O-line. Why do you think James Conner's getting off? It's not well, to denigrate I think, him I, at I, all. No, it no, is, no. I'll, I'll tell you exactly. Line. No, I'll tell you exactly why he's getting off. One, the offensive line is playing really well. But two, teams aren't keen on James Conner. Okay. And, and, and if you go and if you – the Pittsburgh <laughs> – the, the Baltimore Ravens said it best. 
Like he was like, look, you know, they're they're doing a better job and this and the the stats and Le'Veon's there. But when you watch them, what they do, they were double teaming Antonio Brown. They were trying to find ways to stop Antonio Brown. That's why he's been so upset because he knows when 26 is in there, teams are trying to stop him. He gets single coverage. He could do his thing. So in this situation, teams are now trying to stop the passing game, allowing mm-hmm. James Conner to beat him, which he's doing, which is phenomenal. And it's great for Pittsburgh that James Conner is playing well because guess what? Next year. That is, that's going to be your back unless you draft another one. It's very simple. So I think in this situation, everybody will win, and I think people don't like that. They don't like to win. They want, someone has to lose in this country. I hear you. Here's the one thing, and we've heard from you, we've heard from Levian that he still cares about the Pittsburgh Steelers. He, he wishes them well. Then look, give me my camera right here. 26, if you care about the Steelers, the one thing you cannot do go to the Baltimore Ravens or the Cleveland Browns. That's oh, no, the no, no, no. Yes, you can. No, no, you no. Know why, you want to know why? No, that's not, why. You want to know why he can? You want to know why he can? Now you lose because me if Pittsburgh, that if Pittsburgh loved him the same way he loved Pittsburgh, they would have got the deal done. Oh, so don't now be a stinker. Oh, are you telling wait, me? Wait, hold on. I'm going to give you a great example. Only Levians allowed to play the business angle of it. No, the Steelers played it, and they, and they, and that's what happens. You played the business side of it. This is what happens. Have you ever been in a relationship and you get dumped by the girl? Right. But no, No, never. Okay, cool. Well, I'll tell you, I've been in I've I've been in situations once where I was I I got into a little situation. You played pro football. And yeah, this was I was young. I was young. I never. And uh, she you know, we we had a a disagreement or whatever and we Mm -hmm. broke up. And so my initial thing was, oh, I'm gonna go to her best friend. Right. (laughs) But the best friend was already taken. So guess where I went? Where'd you go? To the older sister. (laughs) And that's. Business, my friend. You always—it's always personal. So wait, so the it's Browns in this scenario, or the well, the Ravens, or the Browns, or the—you know—they're the—they're the sister. All right, I'll just—I—I I will say this, and I, and I mean right? this. Does sincerely. that make sense? It does make sense. But again, the reminder is this: Who won the for, Super? Who won the who? And and the NFC, and the AFC North. Who's won the last Super Bowl? I, it I just—it so does Let matter. Let me just tell you one thing. <laughs> Let me just matter. tell you one thing. We don't know what the Ravens are going to be next year. Oh, no. Oh, we know they're going to have Lamar. That's going to help Le'Veon. Le'Veon Bell, Lamar Jackson? I mean, that is – that's unspeakable if Le'Veon Bell were to do something like that. Rod Woodson did it. Okay, listen. We're not mad at Rod Woodson. I didn't care for that move. Now, listen, what he did. Also, we're not – Well, I can't wait because on – hey, hey. On Friday, when you come in that room, I want to make sure I tell Rod Woodson that you didn't care for his move I, at Baltimore. I, I, what, I, what am I, some uh, delicate flower? I told it to, to 26, the previous 26, to his face. I'm not afraid of Rod Woodson. And I'll tell you too, Levian Bell, don't you play this game. Because let me tell you something. If you want to follow Maurice's lead, oh, yeah. the older sister of the Steelers in the AFC North is not as pretty. That's all. That's all it's, I've it's got not to say. About, it's not about being pretty. I I don't it's know about, why it's it about get be. back. That's the part I don't. It's get. all about get back. All right, great. I get to play you twice. Oh, I'll give you. Oh, can I give you a great? So I'll give you. I'm gonna give you a great. When I was in. Uh, when I was give back is, the money. Hold on. No, real quick. This is this is this is a great. This is a great thing. So okay. oh, when I went to hit the free agency, um, I had an opportunity to actually go to the Tennessee Titans. And they were, we were talking. They were like, we're going to, you know, we're going to go on from Chris Johnson, want to bring you in, help out with Derrick Henry. You and Lendell. No, 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 Lendell wasn't there. It was Derrick Henry. That's too bad. At the time. It would have been, it would have been Derrick Henry. No, it wouldn't have been. But, (laughs) but, and I, and I, in my back of my mind, I was like, I I, want to do that. That's what I want to do because I want to play Jacksonville twice. I want to show them I still have it. Mm. I want to go into Duval County. I want it to be, you know, personal. Uh, But at the end of the day, family, 
I had to go home and handle some stuff with my family, which is fine. I wanted to play in front of my, you know, family members that haven't seen me play in a while and all now, those see, things. See, that's nice. But don't get it twisted. Tennessee was the other team, and, and, and Pittsburgh. I was because I remember Pittsburgh was going to play. That was the other reason when I went to Pittsburgh. I was like, "Do y'all play the Jags?" They're like, "Yeah, we play them in duel." I was like, "Oh my goodness!" And we literally had to sit down. I had to have a whole conversation with my family. Like, all right, listen, this is how I'm feeling. Pittsburgh, Tennessee, they play Jacksonville. I want to go back and I want to go beat the Jags. No disrespect to the Jags fans. I love you guys. I was like, but then on the other side, I had family members that I had to I had to deal with. So that that may play a role. That may be something that comes up in this whole situation. It, it's crazy how it just it like replays itself in this game. But uh, you know, again, I think this is the business side of football that no one likes, but you have to respect it. Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, all along I thought it was the Jets or the Browns. Now I realize it is going to be the Ravens. Isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. The Ravens. Could They're be. not going to have Flacco. They're going to have the a ton of money. Yeah. They're going to have Lamar Ooh. on his rookie deal. They'll be able to spend and on a luxury know, and they, item. And they name. need. They need a back. They're trying to find a back right now. I don't like any of this talk. Come on back, 26. Go in the two-back set with uh, James Conner. Devastate the rest of uh, the 2018 season. Then, if you win a Super Bowl, you can go and do what you want. All right, let's talk about something else. Yeah, let's talk about it, yes. You were there in the Superdome. Nola, you saw the Saints, the Rams riding high, much like we are currently. Too high right now. Well, okay, let's hope nobody takes that out of context. Yeah, I'm getting a little dizzy up here. Okay, now, you were there. You paid witness to it. The Rams, a juggernaut, until they met another offensive juggernaut. What do you think of the significance and and – Obviously, you cannot diminish it. You can't just marginalize it. it who cares if it's in the Coliseum or oh, the Superdome? That plays, that plays the biggest. That's the biggest deal. That's it, right? That's, so this is the thing. The people think, oh, the Coliseum, there's going to be a ton of Saints fans there, which there, there probably will be. Um, but the element of playing outside on grass mm-hmm. is much different than playing inside on turf. Outside on turf is much different than grass. So I think that element there is just a little bit uh, – It's it plays more to the game, but I think with New Orleans, it's a tough place to play, man. They they showed up. Um, they were going back and forth for a while. The first team to blink was the Rams after they didn't score after that that turnover. And once they they didn't blink, I mean, Sean Payton, them, I mean, they went down the field quick. Mm-hmm. It was I want to say they scored three times in a matter of like six minutes. Yeah, well, that's the pressure that now exists in 2018 is that really we always talk about no one's really playing terribly stout defense now, so you just can't skip a beat. No, you got to play. The pressure is on the offense to, to keep up with these other. But will it turn? Now that we're cresting over the halfway point, we keep hearing, well, you know those defenses rise up in the second half of the NFL yeah. season. Are we going to see that, or is it just going to be shoot out from here until no, February? I think you're going to see it. Um, I, I think, again, you know, Certain teams are starting to – their defense is starting to play better. Uh, the, the Saints' schedule is pretty tough mm-hmm. from this point going to the end of the season. I think they play the Panthers week 15 and 17, which is tough. Um, so uh, they, they, got some, they, they got some games where they're going to have to get after it. The NFC as a whole is just is, is really tough right now. It's just hard. Um, so the Rams have the same schedule. And that now what those two guys are fighting for, they're fighting for the number one seed to wherever the NFC travels through. I don't think anyone in the country wants to go down to New Orleans and play. I really don't. I, I, I agree with that. Do you think, it, you know, Sean McVay is going to say the right things? I was about to tell you, I don't think anyone in the NFC wants to come all the way out to L.A. to play. I agree with that. But do you think <laughs> on the plane ride home, did you get a sense 30,000 feet in the sky 
a little lower than we are yeah, right. right now. Um, did you, did you sense any concern like, oh man, all of a sudden now we're looking at a two seed if we don't get no. this thing right? No, it was crazy. Like we, don't, we cannot go back here for a playoff. No, no, no. They, you know what's funny? They 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 relish in that challenge. They were excited. You know, granted they took their loss. Um, and you know they 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 feel like it's a blessing in disguise that they learned some things that they can do better, both offensively, obviously defensively as well. Um, but you know they they feel like if they have to go back, they're confident because they came back in that building down twenty one, and tied the game up. Right, they just ran out of gas pretty mm. much at the end of the day. And so with that being said, they're like, hey, listen, we we have to go out, we have to play cleaner, we have to do some different things, we have to fix up our defense. Um, and I think they'll do that. I just know going into New Orleans and, and hearing from the people that were down on the field, it, it was no joke the, how loud that place was and how rocking it was and how, you know. But the funny thing about it was every drive, it started rocking. Once they made a play, it quieted down. They were able to get into their offensive rhythm. Uh, but when Drew Brees got on the field, it was like you could hear a church mouse fart in that thing. It was wow. unreal. <laughs> <laughs> Beautifully stated. Mm-hmm. Um, like you say, 15 and 17 are going to decide the fate of the NFC South. You can't look ahead. Well, the Falcons, the remember, the Falcons are playing well, too, right now. That's right. And the, and Deion Jones coming back, and uh, that's a significant piece for them to get. But I do think that the Panthers, I mean, 15 and 17, that's how you wrap a season yeah. up for a division title. And don't sleep on Cam and company, although they're, they they're do. They're 6 and 2, right? Yeah, they're one game back, but they, they have a brutal path uh, that begins on Thursday night in high field we'll see the state of both of those teams uh in the- you know what the, and i have to, let's let's who makes the nfl schedule i don't I you know Roger i thought you Goodell no 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 I th- there's like a group of guys whatever Joe congratulations because you guys know. have done a great job i mean earlier this season i was like ah these games but now in november oh my goodness that's the point Marie. it is getting finally crazy they finally they listened we don't need really juicy early season games no. we're just happy to have you back right we just need a meal to satiate our empty no, bellies yeah, after just, just the a summer that's it just bring the, the chips now and sauce out i want some steak now yes. my taste bud has developed a little bit now i want some surf and turf this if you thursday please. night game is going to be serious yes it is it's yes, going i mean it there's going there's some really big games you're talking about um I, I know the rams have seattle um i forget who who does philly play philly has a tough one too Philly coming up, uh, yeah, they should. Uh, oh, they they host the Cowboys. Oh, and now let's bring it to the Cowboys. Worst situation to be in. Would you want to be on it? Would you rather be on the Raiders right now or on the Cowboys right now? So if I'm, you're telling me if I'm Amari Cooper, you just that's pretty much what you oh, called me. Yeah, Amari right. Cooper. The Amari Cooper yeah. syndrome. I'd rather be on the Cowboys. You would. Yeah, I, the Raiders right now. You know, this is. But you this do is, have the hope. Of, is, no, there is no hope right now, and then during the season. And you don't know who's going to be here. You cut Bruce Irvin, and I, I someone you know I've heard that he went up and asked for his uh, to be released or whatever it might have been. I don't know, but there's no hope. You keep cutting. You never. You're not adding. You can't keep taking away and 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 expect to get better. That that's the definition of insanity. To keep doing the same thing over and over again, and expect a different outcome. Like, how do you keep? Okay, we're going to trade Khalil Mack, but we'll be better. Hope we're going to trade Amari Cooper, but we'll be better. Oh, we cut Bruce Irvin, but we'll be back. Like, no, you can't do that. It so- boldly kicks it down the road for Mackenzie and Gruden and how much they're talking about it uh, with each other or not. You know, it just gives it. Just, they just, have hope to say, well, we can't judge us on this season. We don't have any good players. We traded them all yeah, away. You but now we have all these first round picks ready to go. Well, you have to be able to draft well in that situation. And then that's a gamble. 
That that's a crapshoot drafting. So I, for me personally, as a Raiders fan, as a guy that was in that organization, I feel sorry for those guys. Mm. I really do because every season you should have some type of hope. I mean, don't you see? Le- no or at least tell me. Or at least tell me when you get here. Okay, we're gonna rebuild. That goes back to Levy and Bell. He could find himself squarely in one of those situations, making all that money, surrounded by a whole you lot so of. You want to go back? Talent. You want to go back to that? I'm just telling Do you, you that, that is a possibility. So, if, if you, so I don't know how much you're making now because let's just say you're making, let's say you're making a million dollars. They pay in me LA. in nerds. Yeah, you're making a million dollars <laughs> a million in LA. Dollars. I'm just saying you're making a million dollars in LA, but they're like, you know what? Uh, can you're I borrow go, your agent? They're going to Wyoming. Kind of where, where's uh, where's the University of Wyoming? Laramie, Wyoming. But you're gonna make five million in Laramie, Wyoming. What are you gonna do? Fine. That's- exactly. You're going to go take the money. That's what everyone does. That's what you're supposed to do. Regardless of the living situation, the playing situation, you I, have I'm to sorry. set your family up for wealth. I'm just using your own words. You just said 23 seconds ago that you feel bad for those guys. Because uh, they had hope in the beginning of the okay. year, and the coach literally lied to them the whole time. He's been lying this whole time. By his the whole way. plan was, hold on, his whole plan was literally to, de- to demolish his team and then rebuild it in his likeness. Instead of rebuilding the team or reshaping the team into his likeness. Welcome to 1998, so, ex- everybody. Exactly. So in this situation as a player, you the first minute you come in, we're going to win a championship. Because that's all you were saying going into this thing, right? Now, all of a sudden, we're eight weeks in. We don't even know we're going to win another game. Mm. Well, that's what John Gruden has done. Now, to me, there's a lot of heat on Dak Prescott. No question. To me, though, it's really Jason Garrett. I think, I think, it's, I think Jason Garrett needs to take take over the play calling well whether it's him or scott linehan they're both what i would consider to be that you know 50 they're outmoded uh a decade and a half their philosophy may have worked it just doesn't work in 2018 it, the it results actually, are in well, everybody let's, hold on let's 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 you have to give them a little bit a little bit of help you lost majority of your offensive line Right, your center goes out. Zach Martin's banged up, going in and out. And that's the left that's how that that's team how, is built. Remember right. that they built off of that, similar sure. to some other teams. Um, remember they built this team around Tony Romo. Mm. So you take Tony Romo out, you put Dak, and he looks phenomenal. But then guys start getting hurt. Guys start getting banged up. You lose Des Bryant. You you, you just now replace Des with Amari Cooper. Like those are situations that that really um, you have to add pieces, man. In this game, it's crazy. That people they could have had Calvin Ridley. Think about that. See what he's doing right now. Yeah, I know. Like, well, they are, also should have taken Jalen Ramsey. Is the other thing well, they should have. Well, done. you have some. You have some things that you should have done that you didn't do that now is coming back to bite you mm. because you you don't like you can't live in the now as a GM. You know, like you you always have to look forward. You have to look past what's going on now and always look to get better. When you start looking in the now, and, and I, I remember hearing Jerry say this, was like, you know, we felt like, uh, and this was the first time I've ever heard him say something like this, like we felt like in the first round we couldn't get a receiver like Amari Cooper. He's only 24. That is how you think. I know, but let's not. You have not, to think that way all the time. People are getting a little loose with this Amari Cooper jazz. He's not uh, New Copkins or Antonio well, yeah, well, You don't know that because in Oakland, his first two years, he was a 1,000 thousand, thousand receiver. The last two, he has 600 and 400 uh, right now. So A friend of ours we, has indicated that he's not exactly but, passionate about the sport. Though. That, but that, uh, there's a lot of people that aren't passionate about the sport that is really good. Hmm. Still really good, but it's good. You don't have to be passionate to be good. You just have to be good at what you do. 
Well, you know better than I. I would think yeah. you do have to like running into people at full speed. But he doesn't. Who, what receiver it. runs into people I at know, full but speed? But you get my point. All right, last thing, Maurice, uh, before we move on to Willie McGinnis, let's take a quick spin Ooh. around Football America. I'm doing my top 100 players. I saw that. You put Adam Thielen in there. I needed to. I'm going to move him down this week. I'm going to move him why down because it's to? a week to week. Why because he was to? on a historic pace. That's why. What do you mean, this why? Is, so these are, and this isn't. And I look, first of all, I love Minnesota Vikings and all the stuff that they're doing. But you have to remember this: when you're when you're putting those numbers, numbers don't tell the truth all the time. Okay. And I'm a, there's one game that told me a lot about how teams view the Minnesota Vikings. The Arizona Cardinals had Patrick Peterson follow Stephon Diggs the whole game. I completely agree. with And this. so, with that being said, if teams don't view Adam Thielen as the number one guy, how, how why should we view him as okay. the number one guy? But and that's where that's where I'm concerned. I I hear your noise on that. I'm not saying, but I listen. There's no way. How could I rightly keep a guy off who is breaking every who's because who at the time at was the breaking tape. every? I have to. No, you put don't him have somewhere. to. You, don't have, you could put him somewhere. Okay, but he, I, that's was, what. Where did you have? All him? right, who cares? I had him four initially, and now I'm going to slide him down a little bit. That, give me a you, look. You, wait, you're, wait. you're like Elliot Harrison right now. Oh, stop it! Listen, you're over here, orange pilling me. <laughs> listen to me. Give me your top five. Instead of denigrating mine. Top five round players? No. Or just five wide receivers? No. Treats that you can get at various stadiums. Yes, players. That's what we're okay. talking All about. Right. Top five players right now. Woo. In order, too. In order. A little uh, bit harder five, to do five, when you well, have to well, do it. No, it's not. Not if I can sit down and look at everything. You put me on the spot. I would have to put Drew Brees in there. I don't know what number. I wow. think Tom Brady would be in there. In the top five. Yes. Okay. He's number one every year at the end of the year. Why wouldn't he be? This is by week. This is if the season ended right now. So Tom Brady isn't one of the best quarterbacks right now. He is. Okay. Cool. Um, it's a little bit easy when you when you all, yeah. when half your Drew, passes Drew, are checkdowns to yeah, James listen, White. But I, all right, I, I, they're winning. Drew Brees will be in there. Eighteen that. and one. I think Patrick Mahomes has to be in there. Right now, he's 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 arguably the best quarterback in the game right now. He's also the MVP. We don't have to yes. overthink it. He's okay. definitely the MVP, so he has um, to be number one. You know, I'm going to put uh, uh, ooh, Aaron Donald. Okay. Whew. Then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be biased, and I'm going to go Todd Gurley. Because okay, he that's fair. Because he has 15 touchdowns in eight weeks or whatever it the is. The other guy who deserves consideration is um, Phil Rivers. He does deserve consideration. He could be in the top ten, but he's not oh, in, he's the, top in the top five top right, right that's now. That's beyond, uh, beyond top. I mean, doubt. you got to think about it. Drew Brees has 18 touchdowns, one pick. That's huge. Tom Brady, you, you, I mean, until someone beats Tom Brady when it matters, I, you just got to put him in there. That's okay. Where he wins. Well, then congratulations, Nick, Fo- Nick Foles. You're number one. No, that was last year. You're talking about this week. All right, yeah, you're yeah, right. Okay. You're let's, right. let's make sure that we have the rules. Well, then wait. Let me take that back. No, Forget no, you, Nick no. Foles. Congratulations, Blake Bortles. That was week two. We are talking about this week. Okay. All, All right. right. You said I don't this know. Week. I, you I'm said not, week to week. Don't I do that. I can't make sense Don't of do it. that. You said week to week. We're talking about this week. All right. Let's, All right. As we land, we come back to the planet Earth. Maurice, your uh, self-service should be reinstored. Give uh, 26 a call. Come to do the right thing. <laughs> come on home, fella. The, the two-back set, the, the right, pro style, the right would be thing, unstoppable. The right thing was for Pittsburgh to give him a long-term deal. You know what would be the worst, though? One more thing on that. The worst of all scenarios is that he comes back, 
plays a few games, and then sits out in the postseason, which is the thing he would not have to do. Right. He, he could definitely come back, play through week 17, make some loot, and then say, well, like, yeah, now I'm back to where we start. I don't want the wear right. and tear on my body. That's then a, he'd be a villain. Yeah. So right now, I, th- I think it's best that he stays away until they, they figure out everything. I don't like any of it. All right. I do like you, though, Marie. I love you, Shaq. And, yeah. I, and I, want, I want to say this. I was in New Orleans and I hung out with a ton of uh, Saints fans after the game. Phenomenal people. I, we got a lot of tra- we got a lot of people talking bad about us. It's like three people on Twitter, mm-hmm. but the really the the, the Saints fan base, oh, phenomenal people. It was yeah. amazing. I, so much love there for us. My actually. favorite my favorite uh, city to pay a visit. We got to go eat America. there. Oh, I. Oh. You don't have to tell me twice. Let's oh go goodness. get them grilled oysters next time we get on the magic carpet ride. Direct tour. Yes, let's nope, stop there non-stop. with some gumbo. Give me some gumbo. Oh, I like the sound of that. All right, Willie McGinn is still to come, but thanks, Maurice. Make sure you check him out. Rams broadcast, yeah. uh, you know, Total Ag. He does it all. Total Access. Everywhere you look, Maurice Jones-Drew is flapping his gums about pro football. Thank you. Thank you, Maurice. We'll talk to you soon. And like I say, Willie McGinn is still to come, but first, guys, you know it. You're terrible at taking care of your health. Whether it's a knee injury, a bad back, something worse, the fellas are usually more comfortable rubbing some dirt on it than going to see a doctor. The same is true of erectile dysfunction. That's right, I said it. Studies show 70% of guys who experience ED don't get treated for it. Thankfully, Roman has created an easy way to get checked out by a doctor and get treated for ED online. Roman is your one-stop shop where licensed U.S. physicians can diagnose ED and ship medication right to your door. With Roman, there are no waiting rooms, awkward face-to-face conversations, or uncomfortable trips to the pharmacy. So that can help me because all I have are awkward conversations. It doesn't matter who I'm talking to on the big blue marble. That's generally the case. Either way, you can handle everything online. All you have to do is visit Get roman.com slash damashek fill out a brief medical onboarding chat with the doctor and get fda approved ed meds delivered to your door in discreet unmarked packaging for a free online visit go to get roman.com slash damashek that's get roman.com slash damashek for a free online visit get roman.com slash damashek also let me tell you about g suite it's the cloud-based productivity tools that include gmail Docs, slide sheets and drive these tools improve your work life both in terms of your experience and the outputs you create hence their new campaign make it with g suite you, you know when you have uh, 20 identical versions of a document labeled final and no clue which one's your latest and you have the whole team working on it? This is how you resolve that, uh, that uh, awful issue in your cubicle. And since all the tools are cloud-based, your whole team can access that document, work on it together. To find out more about G Suite's productivity tools, visit gsuite.com. That's gsuite.com. Make it G Suite by Google Cloud. All right, here we are in the office. It's time for the week nine exit interview. Almost always filled with breaking news and hot takes. Let's lower the oh, desk wow. to see who's on the other side this week. Whoa, You've look at it. You've got an automatic is. desk. This is pretty fancy. USC royalty. He wore the, uh, the blue and red of the Patriots, he wore the brown and orange of the Browns. And now he sits across from me, number 55, Willie McGinnis. What's happening, fella? Nothing much, man. Just kind of at the halfway point of the season, just teams are starting to separate themselves. Yeah. Guys are leaving the beach, coming back to work right about now. Interesting things going on. Is that is that your read on it? 
the 26 is oh. uh, is riding the jet ski up the Mississippi River as we speak <laughs> on his way to the banks of the three rivers. Well, he did send a tweet out saying farewell to Miami. So all the fun, fun K is done and it's time to go to work. Let's talk about the Patriots. I okay. mentioned that you played for them at one point in your career. Um Here's what, uh, you know, we, we talk all about it. What's Belichick versus everybody else? Let's just cut to the chase with this. Just very specific right. play design. Why doesn't everybody in the NFL do the uh, the Tom Brady to James White thing? It seems so imminently easy. They, certain teams do. You got to have a guy like that. And it wasn't just Brady. It was Remember, it was Kevin Falk. It was Shane Vereen. It's a bunch of guys like that. And if you look at what the Saints are doing, it they're doing it with Kamara. Right. The Rams are doing it with Gurley. You know, uh, the Chiefs are doing it with Kareem Hunt. Like, you got to have that special type of back. Steelers are starting Steelers, to do it Steelers were doing it. Well, Steelers were doing it forever with, with Lev Bell. But so you got to have that kind of back. you got to have a that, dual threat. I don't – but Todd Gurley is, is rare. What isn't rare – David Johnson. Okay. Well, so fine. That's With a perfect Arizona. example. I named like eight or ten guys. Uh, but but no one – how is it possible that that, to me, really, in the last – I'm not saying when you were playing with the Patriots, but the key to the Patriots' success over the last half decade or so offensively is that unstoppable dump-off. And it makes sense. With Deion Lewis or James White or anybody I else. forgot about Lewis, yeah. So then why doesn't everybody do it then? Well, most teams, like I said, you got to have you a guy. you can get that kind of a back, shifty back. Gio Bernard could do that conceivably in Cincy if he, he were could, healthy. He could, but is that their plan? Could. Is that what they really want to do? And, and and the other reasons why you do that is because you got to back. All those backs that we name can run between the tackles. They can run on first and second down, right? You can hand the ball off to them and you can power run with those guys as well. Okay, so if you put in your big personnel, then I'm going to split him out, and I'm going to turn him into a pass catcher. So it's all about mismatches and finding those mismatches mm-hmm. and seeing what personnel groups teams will put in versus what you have in. And that's why they come up with these hybrid linebackers like Barron and these other guys that are safety-slash-linebackers because they know that offenses are using these type of hybrid running backs that are athletic enough and strong enough to run through the tackles – and you can spit him out. Look at McCaffrey. He's another guy. I know, but, but I, it just seems and right it, there. Just and do they exactly what the Patriots are doing, and you'll be fine. Well, it's not just that easy. I don't think it's just having that type of back saying, hey, this is all we have to as do. As long as you have someone to distract the defense. you got to have otherwise. a tight end. you sure. got to have an underneath shallow route runner that's pretty good and running routes. you got to have a deep threat. You know, and you got to have a mind that's able to to war. That's warf. the truth. You got to have a mind offensively. Your coordinator can't be stubborn. Remember, we always talk about this, Dave. I know you're your, right. Your your coordinator can't be stubborn in his system. He has to be extremely flexible and saying from week to week, this is how we're going to attack. All right. Next question is speaking of scheming up and what you've got. If okay. the Pittsburgh Steelers have James Conner, who certainly at this point isn't just a flash. I in the love fan, him. Maybe you can attribute it to the great offensive line, but okay, that's staying intact for the second half of the season, hopefully right. barring injury. Still have Antonio Brown, Juju, and the rest, and a couple of nice tight ends. Can the Steelers in 2018, what is the reason that they couldn't run? a two-back set, pro-style formation, and just run one of those guys out of the backfield and keep the other one in for pass pro. Isn't that the way you do it if you're the Steelers? I think you could. I think you could have different formations. I think it's a package. 
it can't be something you do every down. I think it's a package. And we've seen Ingram and Kamara do this with the Saints. Mm-hmm. They had them in at the same time. They motion one guy out. Now, you know, when you look at it, it's 21 personnel, two backs and a tight end. But those two backs aren't like a big slug at fullback. You got two pretty much tailbacks in the game. Mm-hmm. So you can motion one guy out, use him in the passing. Depending on who they take out of the box, now you can run the ball. You got the same thing with Lev Bell and James Conner. You got two guys that can run really well if you just hand the ball off to them, and two guys that are pretty dynamic in pass catching. I think that's pretty close to getting to be an unstoppable. Is your OC offense. is your OC going to recognize that? That's the trick, and right? use it in a package. That's it. I and would. We talk about that over and over. It is the theme of the first half of 2018 <laughs> here on the DDFP. Is more, more important to have a good offensive coordinator than a great QB. Even put or, the stress on defenses. Make them figure it out. If you got right. the personnel group, use it. Cordell Patterson was in the backfield this time for, for the Patriots. Ty Montgomery was in the backfield for um, the Green Bay Packers when he was there. So now if teams start loading the box and they start playing them to run the ball, what do you do? You offset him and you use him in the pass because he is a receiver playing running back. So the matchup you're going to get is always favorable to you offensively. I don't like that uh, people, all the all, all the people out there, as soon as Corderell goes off, now everybody's decided, like, why didn't the Vikings figure this out? Why didn't anyone? Because this is what the Patriots you gotta have do. A guy, you got to have it's a guy, crazy. though. You got to have a guy that's strong enough. Both, first of all. But it's crazy. First Corderell of all, Ty- Patterson is, obvi- well, so, is all of a sudden well, an effective well, running who back. who did it's it crazy. first? It was the Green Bay, right? With Ty Montgomery. It makes Maurice Jones-Drew look bad. That's one thing for sure. <laughs> it's pretty easy to play running back in the NFL, apparently. No, nah, you can't. Yeah, I, I wouldn't compare it to that. One more uh, scheme issue. Here's what drives me crazy in the 21st century, and this will make me sound like an old curmudgeon. Even the Patriots. So this makes it clear to me that if the Patriots are doing it, then this is th- – then Anybody it, could do it, right? No, is, is the opposite. Okay. The Patriots still are smart enough or have been, at least until Sunday night – Hey, let's not overthink it. It's third and short. It's fourth and short. Brady, keep it. That's it. That's how you make that. Depends on how short it is. I know. If it's a long yard, nah, not so much. If it's a short, they were up at the goal line. Yeah, if it's a short yard, if he can reach out, I mean, your quarterback got to be six five, six four. Like he's got to be pretty long. Drew Brees is the best to ever do it, and yeah, but and he's short. It's super fourth and short though. If it's a long yard. This shotgun jazz makes me crazy. Why give up the, the at know. least the the threat that the guy back behind me I might turn around and why if Josh McDaniels and Tom Brady have now signed off on like yeah fourth and fourth and short shotgun then it must be the better path to take at this point but it makes me loco. You're right, and I, I look at that sometimes and I'm like we we or not we because I'm not an offensive coordinator they. Make it a little too hard. It doesn't That's have to, to be your that earlier hard. Point. Do what the defense doesn't want you to do, right. right? It makes it you make it a little too hard. You try to you try to create something or outsmart everybody. Just run certain things that you know will work or the higher percentages that you know will get you what you need. I just sit back when I watch football on Sundays or Thursdays and I'm like, that play didn't make sense to me. They made it too hard. They actually put themselves out of position mm-hmm. more than they tricked or fooled the defense especially if you have a good running back behind you why do you why do you waive the advantage you well, we have saw that in it? seattle right yeah that i heard about that yeah, <laughs> you heard, heard about, about that, that. Yeah. a lot of people heard about it that. it was a big game in fact if Kinda. i remember correctly pretty 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 big deal that was a super bowl right 
which team, in order to get to the Super Bowl, would the 2018 New England Patriots least want to see in their way in the AFC? I think teams are getting better. We always talk about the separation at the halfway point. Kansas City is definitely one of those teams. Okay. The Chargers, Chargers are is definitely one of those teams. Your Pittsburgh Steelers is one of those Come teams. Come on, they don't fear the Steelers. I'm just telling you, it's point. not about fear. It's about who's playing well. I know, but this, but the Patriots... If, oh, they've if got it's a like, long oh, wait, history. Wait, it's the Steelers again. They got oh, a long this will be history. easy. You can't go off of what happened in the past. It all it, it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't really matter. So we'll see. I mean, there's 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 three teams that I really like right there outside of the Patriots. Yeah, I well, I, I'm with Texans you. Texans are starting to pick it up too. Don't they sleep on too. the Texans. They're sneaky you. good. And the thing that specifically, and this is old news to everybody, but it continues to be true. If you can get not just pressure, but inside pressure on TB, he doesn't like that. And How long have we been saying that, though? We've got to move past that. But it's still, Every team for the last true. decade has been, try, has been saying that. Oh, we just get middle pressure. All we got to do, he, and he took some sacks against, you know, the Green Bay the other night, right? Took some mm-hmm. sacks. But guess what? You can't make a living off of that because guess what was happening after that? The ball was coming out at 2.5, the fastest in the NFL. Right, the back ball to the was original point, out. just giving it off to James White. It's unstoppable. Or whoever. Get it out. And then the defense wears down, and then you start to do different things. Like, you got to have a plan. You know, you, if you know you don't have an athletic, fast, Michael Vick type of guy that can get out of the pocket and throw the ball 70 yards, then you got to have a plan. Mm-hmm. That's that's half the battle, having a plan. Last question, uh, putting you on the spot a little bit to to summon all. What's new? The, you always put me all. On the spot. No, this is a, a football one. This is easy. Uh, um, this isn't like what's your favorite. Although you know what, it is on Monday National Donut Day. What is Willie McGinnis' favorite donut? Ooh, I I used to have a go to with uh, the cinnamon roll, but now okay. that's a good I've choice. been on the cronuts. The cronuts are amazing, Very good. but you got to warm them up for 10 seconds. If you warm the cronuts up for 10 seconds, that's been my go-to for the last month, the cronuts. Okay, I like that. I don't what I don't do we agree on this? Jelly is uh is for losers. <laughs> right? <laughs> Jelly's okay. Nah. I think that's a seasonal thing, time to time. You don't do that all the time. You know what's not bad though is what? when you get a donut and it's got the chocolate pudding on the inside. Uh, I don't like those. That's the end of the interview. All right. <laughs> Thanks, 55. Good catching up with you about most things. Always. We'll talk to you later. See you soon. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.